Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? This is Eric Principal here for Faster Humans. So let's start this day. Um, it is um, another beautiful day here in Florida. And um, before I get to the podcast, uh, before I start talking about this episode, um, just remind you, uh, you're part of the Fasting News uh, group. And so it's the 16-day intermediate fasting for all your newbies out there. Um, just wanted to let you know you can participate. The link's available to you, available to you, both links uh, for Fasting News community if you watch or check it out, actually, if you check out the um, Instagram page available and Facebook, uh, don't forget to sign up and be part of the fasting news. And so is the intermediate fasting, 16 intermediate fasting challenge available to you right now too. Um, just to remind you guys, uh, if you got 10 minutes, 20, 30, 40, uh, especially nowadays, uh, we have plenty of time in our hands. Um, for all my friends in Canada, USA, in the UK, available to you is uh, Beachbody On Demand, available um, uh, for 14 days, uh, 14 days trial to check it out and what it's like. Uh, the link available to to my to my link, which if you decide to actually jump in and be able to take advantage of the 25% discount, you available, just message me and I'll be able to help you out with those 25% discount for your package. Uh, and yes, guys, um, very interesting. Um, a lot of people cannot go to the gyms, as, as, as you know, um, today, uh, today, more than anything, a lot of people are uh, distancing their, themselves, um, and it is incredible uh, that this topic in regards of <laughs> social distancing, and that's what the actual um, focus is today. Uh, and and I wanted to kind of not sort of talk about this, but uh, today is Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, the uh, March 18th, and um, social distancing, and as much as uh, we're trying to keep a normalcy of what's going on in the world, um, I want to talk to you about the fact that, you know, everybody wants to stay with a healthy mindset, with a healthy uh, environment, and making decisions that can impact on a daily basis um, more than anything right now. Uh, I had a, uh, I, I'm in a very tough situation, uh, because the type of job that I do and the type of the, the, the consistency of surrounding yourself with people, uh, is, is, is very predict, you know, a predicament for anyone. And, um, and one of the things that I, and, 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 and I'm gonna talk about the social distancing and. And what does that mean to to us more than anything? Uh, when I talk about the coronavirus uh, back in uh, a few months ago, no, I'm sorry, a month ago, uh, I talk about the coronavirus because uh, it was affecting China, and then it was going to affect. It was a virus, and. When I talk about it, uh, I talk about it with like not knowing how this will turn around. Because when I talk about it, it was like, man, you know, this happened in Wuhan, China. This happened uh, through a transmission of uh, from animal to, to human and then human to human. 
and um, and that this has happened again uh, with the Spanish flu a uh, hundred years ago, and uh, and now it's a, a pandemic, uh, and, and and one of the things that that we are uh, now practicing is social distancing and trying to prevent from this uh, virus to actually spread, you know, spread through every single town, every single uh, city, every single nation. And the, the thing about it is that we have a quick, faster communication system before what it used to be a hundred years ago. And I will think that a hundred years ago, we have learned a lesson, especially through the medical history and what have come to learn now. Information is important and definitely you don't want to uh, be misinformed, obviously, right? And at the end of the day, uh, are we listening to the experts? Um, we have this situation happening a hundred years ago, right? And so social distancing is necessary in this kind of situation. Do I think that that is, is this this something that and at this era? we'll be able to say, let's prevent this now. I know everybody wants to work. I know everybody wants to make money. I know it has put a, um, a, a huge burden, burden to a lot of people, the economy. And so this social distancing, by all means, was practiced 100 years ago in order to not spread the Spanish flu that happened a hundred years ago. So now we have technology in our favor. It sounds like we're going to the same route. Because at the end of the day, everyone is not, we are a different generation. We, are, we have a different generation compared to what it was. What are we teaching in the schools besides math and English? And um, what are we doing as to create accountability in order to save many? And so what have we learned from a country that's going through a virus? happened in China and automatically start spreading around. The information we're getting is based upon the fact that this went out of control. But it's not out of control because they didn't care. It's because at the end of the day, it went out of control because people didn't know any better talk about I'm talking about um, we have a different generation compared to what we have learned what we have known a hundred years ago you know we have a different generation and when it comes down to when we talk about fasting and we talk about intermittent fasting we talk about these things there are remedies in order to prevent chronic diseases 
that has been practiced for thousands of years. We have a, a total misinformation about it because we have come to a different era, to a different generation that believe that eating five to six meals per day is the most important thing on our life to do uh, based upon society. And now we are against the wall. What to do? What to say? Who do we need to listen to? So let's go back. History tells you a lot. Tells You learn from history a lot from it. And tells you this to see what's the, the most important thing. So um, as much as I, I'm talking about this, I have to go to work. And I have to deal with people. We haven't gone through that whole process of shut down like Italy, Spain, UK, New York, San Francisco. We haven't yet. This is Florida. This is Wednesday, 18, 2020. You're listening to this podcast right now. We haven't gone to a full shutdown yet. Everyone is like, well, you know, it is what it is. You know, um, that, you know, the government is trying to do, be able to help as many people as possible in regards of these um, uh, stimulus package to be able to help out and in, in, in trying to bring some comfort. Now we have the government obviously trying to, you know, step in and obviously be able to do what needs to be done. Um, and so we are, we are in this phase right now on this situation of what to do, what can I possibly do? What can we do? Learn from the, from history. And that was what the main focus is. That's what the main focus is because what we are practicing as a society that This originated in a country that has gone through not once or twice a problem with virus. And it was talked about this in, uh, in a TED uh, conference, a TEDx conference back in 2015. Bill Gates talked about virus. That was the biggest war that we're going to be facing and pretty sure much more coming to us. Bill Gates is a a billionaire, a person who has, you know, who has obviously been talking about this for some time. And he's a person who has created Microsoft. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, I was thinking about myself, you know, this person had nothing to do whatsoever with what a virus can do, but his whole goal was to spread awareness in order to help out millions of people because it was going to happen. It was bound to happen. And just like that, we are in the middle of trying to help people on their health. So you don't have a chronic disease that it can potentially become much worse. 
think about it. We trying to become, be the forefront on be able to explain to people why it's important to understand your own physical, biological system in which it can be more efficient by you practicing something that is called fasting because you have a chronic disease tied to diabetes, high blood pressure. It, you probably smoke. You probably do a lot of things you have damaged your body to. And eventually, eventually, it has had a whole, you know, you had to pull so much into your body that your body is already having all these pre-existent conditions that is going to be very most it's going to be more susceptible to catch any virus because so for some reason it hasn't really attacked a lot of the young generation but it's quite a few of them unless they have some symptoms or problems or precondition assistance aware they have a problems in which obviously the virus will be able to I should you know be the ones who actually had to be um, but this percentage of them are very low compared to the older generation uh, between the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Let's look at an example of China. A lot of the people that actually have been infected, and one of the things one I know so far is that a lot of the people in, that, in those areas, that most of them do smoke, and then you're working out in a wet market, in a a wildlife wet market. And looking at the the research and information in the, um, actually, what we have seen is that this was bound to happen again. You have these, this is not just China. Let's not just, guys, I'm not trying to, said that this just happened in China. There's a lot of countries where they have a wet market markets where you sell you're selling wildlife animals. They're meant for consumption but the way are the way are sold, the way are being treated, the way they have been in these markets. They're very poor conditions. And these cages and top of the cages and top of uh, animals that, that they have spread diseases, it was bound to happen. It, it, it was going to happen somewhere or another. Think about it. Would you, would you be around something that smells that is things disgustingly you wouldn't last a day being around something that smells like that right but these markets exist and people some people don't care and and then and obviously people consume this i was watching a video how ebola came about in regards of the ebola virus Right, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, this was man-made." Well, I look back a hundred years ago. I don't think we had it the same, the same um, 
the same technology that we have right now is not the same because what we have with the Spanish flu was not man-made. I don't think so. They came from a bird, from a bird, from a bird flu um, virus, and and so, and so looking at looking back, um, and 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 at the same time, looking back a history. It, it will tell you a lot, so much of it. Look back, um, the books, information. Now we got to distance ourselves from spreading this virus. It's necessary. There's no other way to explain it. There's no other way to explain it. You don't know the person who you're dealing with. What? Where was that person? Asking them questions about, hey, well, why are you 30 days ago? So what do we know so far? A lot of people, I'm in fear. Yes. Um, concern. I'm in. I'm concerned. I'm not fearful, but I'm concerned because I have family in different countries. I have family in different states. I have family that, you know, at the end of the day, my main focus is to be able to know what, what how they're doing. So. Remember that that this is something that it happened already before a hundred years ago. That the only way to be able to not spread this virus was for social distancing. That this virus is not going to be the only virus we're going to have to deal with. That this information is given to you because, number one, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm a personal trainer, I'm a coach, I'm a person who has been dealing with chronic disease before, that have overcome those chronic diseases, and I'm a practitioner of fasting, I'm a practitioner of intermittent fasting, I'm a practitioner of all that. But by any means, what I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, I'm an expert, I'm not, but I can tell you Let's look back at history. I'm just a messenger in regards of what so far we know. I believe that if we are focused to be able to focus on the positive message and the um, right information on history, because there's no guarantees right now. There's no guarantees right now. And when the Spanish flu um, killed, the death toll, the death toll from the Spanish flu And this was 1918. <laughs> Let me read this for you and 
this is part of you can <coughs> google it the 1918 influenza pandemic was the most severe pandemic in recent history it was caused by an h1n1 virus with genes of avian origin although there is no universal cons uh, consensus regarding where the virus originated it spread worldwide during 1918-1919. In the United States, it was first identified in military personnel in spring 1918. It is estimated that about 5 million people or third of the world's population became infected with the virus. The number of deaths was estimated to be at least 50 million worldwide. Uh, with about 675,000 occurring in the United States. <clears throat> Mortality was high in people younger than 5 years old, 20 to 40 years old, and 65 years old and older. The high mortality in, in, in healthy people, including those in the 20 to 40s years of age group, was unique uh, future of the pandemic while the 1980 H1N1 virus has been sent, uh, synthesized and evaluated. The properties has made it so devastating are not well understood with no vaccine uh, to protect against the influenza infection and no antibiotics to treat secondary bacterial infections that can be associated with influenza infection. Control efforts worldwide were limited and now uh, pharmaceutical interventions such as isolation, quarantine, good personal hygiene, use uh, disinfectants, and elimination um, limitations of public gathering, which were applied uh, univently. <laughs> um, <clears throat> guys, uh, this is this is this is uh, fast like human, and 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 I'm I'm talking to you. Uh, at the stages where China was. This is March 18, 2020. Here in Florida, there hasn't been no lockdown whatsoever. San Francisco already did. Have what we learned so far with information. If China went on lockdown, if Italy went on lockdown, the UK went on lockdown, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I know you don't want to panic. I know you don't want to go crazy. I know you don't want to be home, stuck at home. There's no school for my kids. And I'm pretty sure for a lot of kids, there's no school whatsoever. What are we waiting for? Check it out. The information is there on history. This is now, I don't think, a biological, you know, terrorism, whatever you can call it. But at the end of the day, we have to do our part. We have to keep a distance. And as much as I don't want to, 
eventually we're going to have to. Let's not take chances. Let's not do that. I just want to tell you that just be self-aware, be thankful and grateful, and remember that you're valuable. This is uh, Eric Principe here from Fast Human. Thank you so much. I'm very thankful and grateful for you sharing the information. And um, I will come back tomorrow. Have a blessed day.